All I see is black and white. Black and white. Black and white. All I see is black and white. Hey, what's up, guys? It's me, the Don B. That is at the Don B on all platforms. I am here chilling in the cut with none other than. <laughs> hey, guys, it's me. It's your girl, K Nicole. That's K Nicole on Instagram, K Nicole on Facebook, and I'm at the Orlando Esthetician on Twitter. And we also need to shout out our radio uh, sponsor, guys. That's uh, WXSJ ninety-seven point three Sunshine Jams. Based out of Miami, or you can hit us up at WXSJ97.3.com. Awesome. What's going on <laughs> over there? How, happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Oh, yes. And, I, and hopefully for all our people that are listening that live anywhere near us in the lake or um, Marion or Orange County areas, you know, anywhere near Tampa. Hope you guys are staying safe. It's some pretty ugly weather going on right now. Oh, yeah. Now, Batting so. down the hatches for sure. Um, I have been so busy and all over the place with projects and all new gigs and all this stuff. I didn't even know that we had a I tropical know. storm situation happening. It, it upgraded to a hurricane. Oh, see, I didn't know that either. Um, my aunt texts me. Yeah, well, it's no longer a hurricane now. My aunt texts me asking me about yeah, it's it. it's no longer a hurricane now, but... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, no, I was saying it's no longer a hurricane now, but it was a cat one oh, wow. this morning. Yeah, I was getting text messages from back home like, hey, are you being safe? Is everything okay? I'm like, what are you talking about? Literally had to Google it. And I was like, oh, I guess we're in the middle of a thing here. But apparently it was pretty bad in like Nicaragua and like um, the Florida Keys got it hit pretty bad. But um, thankfully, you know, we're right in the center. So all we get is like a bunch of rain, but it's still serious. So you guys be safe out there. Yeah, it's very serious. So yeah, I do hope everyone's being safe. Um, so t- do you, can you tell us anything that you're working on? What's coming up? What 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 um projects that you have? Um, a lot. But I'll how about this? I'll save it for the end. So I'll plug it because I want to be fresh on people's minds. So yeah, I'm like, don't you have something? Yeah, else? <laughs> a lot going on. Um, good things. All right, so so you'll, we'll do our shameless plug. Yes. Again. So I'll leave you waiting in <laughs> painful suspense until that point painful suspense no one can wait don we need it now it's my joy to torture you guys that way fyi i'm very proud of you thanks you guys i just want to say don works like a real boss and i'm just super proud of his growth i think that you've been hustling your butt off since you made it to florida and i just think it's awesome you that know off. that's very sweet thank you very much i appreciate that um that's because i love you <laughs> I mean, you work too now. Don't get it twisted. I do, but you know, life is crazy for me, and I'm just trying to get my life. Back. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think we all are at this point. But it's like, um, you ever ever watch Austin Powers, and he's like, "I need, I lost my mojo." Like that's how I feel. Right. <laughs> I lost my mojo. I'm like, I have to, I have to get my mojo. But to find it soon, <laughs> sis. The bag is calling. The train is leaving the station. You need to have your ticket stamped. 
That's all I'm saying. Whoever took my mojo, please give it back. <laughs> There's a reward. Anywho. But no, yeah, things are good. Things yeah. are good. Um, yeah, I don't know what else I want to hit on. I think I'm going to save it all for the end. So we can just jump into the show. Unless you had anything you want to toss out there. All right, let's jump right on into Anything it. going on with you? All right, do, you want, do we want to do we want to go ahead and go into a break, or you want to jump Oh, right so you in? have nothing going on? <laughs> oh, I really don't, and I wish I had some really great things to tell you guys. <laughs> I mean... Just know that, that great things amen. are coming. We appreciate your honesty. <laughs> we don't take no capping around here. No clout chasing. <laughs> no capping. None. For right. what? <laughs> I mean, the girls do it, but anyways, <laughs> let's take a break. And we'll be right back. <laughs> Bye. All right, guys, we are back. It is time for our offbeat segment this week. We want to go ahead and um, jump to the fun part. We are actually, this week, I want to talk about personal anthems. Um, on our American, our hashtag America, so I say episode, a few weeks back, we did a... Um, and I'll be about like the national anthem, the Negro national anthem, and all that stuff. But this week, I want to talk about personal anthems. Like, what songs do you, you know, look to when you're going through, or you need some encouragement, or you just want to get hype and you're about to go out and do something funny to get an energy boost? Like, what do, what do you turn to? So um, that'll be kind of fun. We can get a little deep with it, but I got a few here that I think are a mixture of <laughs> deep and fun and all those good things. Um, but I want you to start it off. Like, Give me like we'll do maybe like three to four, um, however many we want to just little personal anthems. So like, give me like your first go to anthem. Say you're just going through it, you can't think. <laughs> it's one of them weeks, you know, just one of them days in a Monica voice, and you just need some inspiration. What are you turning on? Uh, I would say my very my number one, uh, would probably be "Be Encouraged" by William Beckton. Um, that was back uh, that Unity and Sound mm-hmm. Black. Do you remember that? And of course, for that's just for encouraging. You know, like the the lyrics are like, "Be encouraged, no matter what's going on. He'll make it all right. Yes, strong. Um, you know, I know right now it's impossible to see, but God is going to work it out if you just believe. Remember this one thing while you're going through. If God delivered Daniel, the hey now, but God is going to work it out if you just believe. Remember this one thing. say it again um because for me yeah for me it's all about um you know uplifting yourself encouraging yourself being mindful of the fact that we all go through you know and it will be okay in the end but a lot of times when we're in it we don't see mm-hmm. that you know um so it's that song is really just a reminder that it will be okay oh yeah you know definitely oh my gosh I should put that on my list that takes me back to like i remember being mm-hmm. a kid when that came out and ain't been through nothing yet compared to now you know but even as a kid i right. remember fully understanding like that song what it meant what it was and it was speaking to me even then so it's like i've grown up with it over the years and it's also one of my favorites so that's a good one yeah. really really good i should have put that down um i like that i'll go next uh, mine's in the same vein i have i have two yeah. gospel ones in the same vein 
Um, my number one is probably. I wonder if we have like one similar. <laughs> it's probably gonna be um, "All Things Are Working" by Fred Hammond. Oh yes. Um, that's yes, to the point where I only listen to that song when I need to because I can't play it. Just it can't come on my playlist in a regular time on my you know just g- skipping around. When I'm cleaning the house because it will put me right in my feelings. <laughs> I only turn to it when I'm like. Mm-hmm crawling out of my bed over to the laptop to hit play like I'm just like really out of it um and it's very much the same kind of sentiment as being encouraged um the lyrics are all things are working it's it's, it's from you know Fred Hammond everybody knows him all of his songs are from like uh scripture the bible verses that he makes into a full song um so this song is basically just referring to that scripture about how all things are working for the good of those who is it those who love the lord I believe it is. Yep, that's um, it. That's it. Sorry, I didn't come here to preach today, but um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it just talks about every single thing that is happening is literally a part of the process. It's happening for your good to get you to the next level of things, and it's real easy to like intellectualize that and be like, oh yeah, it's all part of the journey, and it is what it is. It's what's meant to be. But that can feel like really, really ho-hum and like not positive. You know, it can feel kind of sad if you let it. And I think this song kind of touches on that a little bit. Like the way it's sung and the style of it, it's definitely from like an emotional place, but it's it's still encouraging. But um, even in the, the bridge, he talks about many nights I cried because I felt let down, um, but I won't always receive good. I know, you know, it's just like you have to realize that who's not going to go through bad times? You can't, you can't just crumble when something bad is going down or when something serious Amen. hits you, like, because right behind that, <laughs> something else is going to happen. But you have to realize that, you know, you're called for better, you're called for more, and you're going to get through this, and you need this to get to that place that you want to get to. So- I know you think you got it bad right now. But let me say, I know that feeling well to make your plans for life and then listen all things are working it will put you out you <laughs> it will really take you down if you're not in the right headspace to listen to it so shout out to fred hammond i love all fred hammond's music but i think that's my favorite fred hammond song i'll have to say okay um clear distinction if you listen to it listen to the version that's on the gospel soundtrack the movie the gospel there's a soundtrack with all things are working on it that's totally different than the album version no shade it's a lot better Agreed. that's all fred hitman but anyways you got another one over there my other you know encouraging song um is called encourage yourself which i'm sure you know mm-hmm. as well um of course, Encourage Yourself is special to me um, because it's a song that's really, really honest, I feel like. Sometimes we often look to others to give us what we can't give ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, call your, you call your best friend and you want to you cry on their shoulder. You want them to give you a word, tell you something's going to make you feel better. And mm-hmm. Sometimes we just don't get that from other people and we have to give it to ourselves. Right. So uh, I think my favorite lyric from the song is sometimes you have to speak the word over yourself. Mm. Uh, The pressure is all around, but God is present help. The enemy created walls. But remember giants, they do fall. So speak over yourself, encourage yourself in the Lord. So, you know, like I said, it's basically just telling yourself that 
it's going to be okay. And being have the strength in the middle of that giant, you know, because some things we go through, it does seem like a giant. But like it says, remember, giants do. Yes, they do. So it may seem like something huge. It may seem like it could be your health. It could be your family. It could be your finances, whatever. It could be your job. But those obstacles that we endure oftentimes may seem so huge and insurmountable. But if you have the faith, um, and no matter what your faith is in, you know, if you have that faith, then you should know that that mountain will move, you know. Um, And that's something that all of us, I think, can take a little something from that. And that's from Donald Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers. So if you guys want to look it up. Legend, <laughs> oh, Lawrence! Oh my goodness! Don't get me started on him. <laughs> he is man. The man. <laughs> I love that song. You already know my connection with that song. Very similar to all things that working takes me out every time. And yeah, cosine everything you just said. I have nothing to add because you hit the nail on the freaking head. Very that. Very. Um, I have another one that's a little emotional. You know, <laughs> trying to get the deep ones out the way first. Um, but another favorite go-to of mine, um, again, when I'm going through and dragging my feet across the floor is, um, Mississippi Mass Choir is caught near the cross. Very old school. Wow. You really I threw took it, it back. all the way back. You threw it all. I know you were old a gospel head, but. Yeah, what? I'm an old gospel <laughs> head. Like, there's new kids in the trap gospel. No. Do you love the God? Trap. No, I don't. You don't love I love God. him with a V. But yeah, don't get me started on that, y'all. It's an insider. But anywho, uh, yeah, so Near the Cross, I love the arrangement by the Mississippi Mass Choir. It just, again, takes me everywhere I need to go. And it's basically just like, I mean, what I take from it is just asking the Lord to keep, like, keep me near the cross. Keep me close to you. Just give me peace. There's all this stuff going around, swirling on around that I can't control. And I don't know where to turn, what to do next, but I just need peace i need to feel safe i just need to feel okay so keep me close to you whatever that means it's kind of like a a song of surrender a little bit but um if you guys have heard that song the lead singer um his name is frank williams and first of all like his voice like i was always really connected to it and because he sings the song like it's just like everything for him right well i didn't know that in the performance um that he did the song the one that's recorded on streaming and it's the one that everybody plays me download it a lot of people don't know that um he was suffering from cancer at the time and oh yeah that performance that you see on youtube when you type in near the cross the first one that comes up that was his last performance he died that night wow yeah so talk about uh finding peace you know what i mean so like knowing that story i didn't learn, learn that until like a year ago so hearing that story and then realizing, oh my gosh, I've connected to this song for so long, it just takes a whole different meaning on it. Like it's just, when he sings it, when you watch it, you can tell he really means that. But um, he was uh, dying from cancer and not a lot of people knew about it. Most of the choir didn't know. He didn't really share it with people. A few, only a little bit of his family knew. And he died that night after performing that song. So like what you're hearing is literally like 
his last will and testament, basically. So it was really powerful. And I was talking to a friend about it. A friend actually told me that we got into a whole back and forth, and um, he was ministering to me. And he said a really good quote. He was talking about when you're feeling low, when you're in like a low place, and you just you don't know how you're going to get out of it. Um, he said he had a quote that was, that's a, a valley. If you think about it, like the, a valley is between two peaks. A valley is in the middle of a mountain. So when you're in the valley, literally the only place you can go is up from there because you're in the middle of two peaks. You came down from one and the next one up is going to be another peak. So in that moment, you need to find your rest, find whatever kind of thing you can hold on to to just be peaceful because you know that it's going to turn around and change for you. But what happens is you get down in that valley and people never come up because they feel like this is it. It's never going to get any better. And people spend years in that valley, you know. But if you can hold on to your peace, hold on to something that's going to center you calm you you have to wait on it and you're going to go back up to that next peak so that was really powerful and yes rest in peace to brother frank williams um but yeah you guys look that up the mississippi mass choir old school you'll, you'll thank me later That was so good. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it tonight and cry. I love that song so much. That's like, because you gave us a little bit of background, a little bit of music history. Like, that, that was a whole vibe. You're welcome. It's what I do. <laughs> um, you got another one over there? All right. So, what'd you say? You got another one? Yeah. So, moving on from my gospel. So, now moving on to stuff that, like, hypes me up. So, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're like going through, let's say you need to be hyped up after maybe a bad relationship or, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do two songs for this one. Right. Okay. And that's Doing Just Fine by Boys to Men, which ugh, every time that song comes on, I just want to scream it and sing the whole thing mm-hmm. from start to finish because Juan Gay is a beast. Right. Of course. Um, and Best Thing I Never Had by Beyonce. Those are my oh. anthems to make myself feel better that's a good one <laughs> right like the problem isn't me it's you <laughs> that is I, for best thing you never had is so good very underrated and so i'm very ashamed to say that it was <clears throat> a grower on me was beyonce oh how could you right i never thought that was hit the word those words but um yeah when four came out but see remember the album it was on it was on four and four was like her like different r&b heavy like you had like one plus one and i care and all these big love ballads that were all dramatic um rather die young so best thing i never had i was like oh it's cool but you know me i'm trying to give me the deep stuff and then it was just like one day and everybody all my friends that's their favorite song and i'm like really that's your favorite and then one day you know obviously this is sometimes i don't know if it's the right ph balance you know know what it is but one day i was listening to it and i was like this is everything she sings the shit out of it especially at the end
like it's so good so yeah i ashamed of that but i came i am ashamed of you right now listen i i found the error of my way never been ashamed of you and we try to be honest with you guys on the show this is a safe place to you know be honest but yo no i love it so much (laughs) definitely i mean best thing i never had um i like it because it, it it tells a story of like just how real shit can be like and you're just so grateful that what was she talking about? Like dodging the bullet. You're you're so grateful um, in the end because honestly, they turned out to be the best thing you never had. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine someone being the best thing you possibly avoided. Right. <laughs> right. That's just great. Like, oh. Yeah, we have a lot of those too. People don't realize it. There's a a lot of blessings and some things. At the time, it feels like oh no, like the world is ending. But you have no idea what you were dodging when that thing came through. Definitely. Just like, uh, what is that? There's the bridge in Doing Just Fine that gets me every time. When he's like, oh, see, baby, when you walked away, you didn't think it would end up this way. But I knew you'd be coming around someday. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I knew I was the shit. And I knew you was going to come back. But guess what? I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. It's all good. (laughs) And here we are period so yes those are my go-to songs to lift me up after maybe a little heartbreak or a breakup or whatever <laughs> amen amen see none of mine are like heartbreak songs or recovery songs because i don't date <laughs> oh, no i'm just kidding it's a choice um <laughs> we know <laughs> blessing and a curse but anyway refer back to our love language episode Anyways, um, right, refer back. My next one, um, I had Beyonce as just a total category. Um, somebody wanted to get into all that because we already did our standing about best thing you never had, but um, oh, yeah, she's she. I have a, I have a Beyonce playlist of just like get me bodied, sugar mama, freakum dress, like uh, fun, just like bouncy songs when I need to be like distracted and happy <laughs> it's like oh i need energy i'm going somewhere i'm not really in a great mood let me just turn this on it just there's no way you can't just not want to dance when those songs are playing uh love on top is another one and it just kind of like alters my mood so we'll throw that one out because we already gave beyonce her time but definitely she's on the list um my big my main one when i need to get motivated like especially like for a project or i play it pretty much like once a week but I don't really play it if I have like a fashion show that day and I'm gearing up for it or a shoot or something. Anything that has to require mental stamina. Um, I play Make It Happen by you know who? Queen MC. Um, of course. It's basically uh, that song you listen to it is like my national anthem. <laughs> Whenever I found <laughs> when I found my, my own town one of these days and everybody's living under my rule that will be our national anthem. So <laughs> Get your pipes ready. The kids will be forced to sing it every morning. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I really want to get it, tat- like, it tattooed on. It's just exactly the way it sounds. Like, make it happen. Like, things are always just going to happen for you. But you have to believe in yourself right. and go for it. Like, people don't ever really get anywhere because they feel like, well, I want to do this. I want to do that. But they don't want to put the work in. Um, or you put the work in. I think happens immediately. And it's like, oh, well, I guess I wasn't supposed to happen. But, like, 
the lyrics in here, like the refrain of it is, I held on to my faith, I struggled and I prayed, and now I found my way. She repeats that a couple of times in the song, but the chorus goes into, if you believe in yourself enough and know what you want, you're going to make it happen. And if you get down on your knees at night and pray to the Lord, he's going to make it happen. It's basically about just like continuing on regardless of how much pressure there is. Like it's just keep pushing. But it's a fun dance beat. It's like, um, I believe it was sampled from the emotions the beat was but upbeat fun gospel feel but not like dreary and sad it's just like get up and go do it you want it figure it out make it happen believe in yourself and keep working towards it and there's no way it won't come to you That's that one. Make it happen. You already know who it's by. I love that. Do you have any more? Um, yeah, I have two more. Um, now, as far as like something just to hide me up, like say I'm going out, you know, mm-hmm. clubbing or something, which God knows I don't do. But <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day. Or just, you know, something just to hype you up in the moment. Back in the day, I would say anything by like, back in the day, it would be anything by like Twista. Mm-hmm. Or anything by like the Dirty Boys, <laughs> um, like a, a Candyman type of song, or like um, anything off of like Twista's old albums. <laughs> 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 and I'm so Florida, you know. <laughs> oh no! Listen, Twista's an icon. Don't get it twisted. Oh, he definitely is, and I love him. But yeah, like anything like that. And then I think another song just to hype myself up personally to make me feel good would definitely be like Just Fine by Mary J. I think that's just a forever anthem um, for everybody, girl, boy, in between, whatever. I think Just Fine is just that song. Oh, yeah. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. No, I love it. I love it. Legends. Those are all of my personal anthems. Well, I have two, and I promise you this was not a, uh, hmm. it wasn't a, it's a coincidence, genuinely. It wasn't like I did this to make it a thing, but I didn't realize it until just now. I'm like, oh, wait, this is hilarious, yet confusing. So my last two are very similar, or not similar at all. They could be more different. But uh, the first one is Ain't It Fun by Paramore. <laughs> and the last one is Ain't No Fun by Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize that it was that close until I was reading on my list just now. But uh, ain't it fun? If you guys are familiar with Paramore, first of all, I love Paramore. I feel like they're like the black angst uh, <laughs> punk band because I, every black person I know was like, we love Paramore. Um, 
Amy Williams, the lead singer, is amazing. Her voice is so dope. But um, Ain't It Fun's a fun song. It really reminds me of when I first moved out of um, Big Spring, my hometown. It's a very small town in Texas. Um, don't talk about it much, but shout out to Big Spring. But this one is about, like, the song is basically, like, like the lyrics. Ain't it fun living in the real world? Ain't it good being all alone? You might be the one who's running things when you can't ring anybody's bell and get what you want. It's basically about like being uh, the big shot in a small town and then going somewhere bigger and realizing that you ain't shit. But the fun that there is in like discovering that and starting over again. Like when I was living in Big Spring, I'm not going to lie, me and my friends, you know, we were popping at the time. Like the, mm-hmm. town is, the town is small. Everybody knew us and we all of us did something you know we all had like we all volunteered we all had worked at this place like my family is known all over the town because we're a huge and b my um my uncle's a judge my grandfather you know had a restaurant like people know who we are so not like fame or anything but you know getting the bars for free showing up the party don't start till we get here like me and my friends thought we were just like killing the game and then you you move into a bigger city and you realize oh like nobody knows you here uh, you don't just have the privilege to just walk up anywhere. And, you know, especially in small towns, like going to the gas station and filling up and being like, oh, crap, I forgot my wallet. And the guy being like, oh, you, you're, you're green. You're, you're, you're Carlson. You're good. You know, so that inflates your ego a little bit. And then when you're by yourself, you know, out to college in a whole new city where nobody knows who you are, what you did, you know, whatever. And you have to figure stuff out on your own. It's scary at first, but it's like, those were the best times of my life. It was so much fun, like figuring out, like, you know, where I'm going to go from here, what I'm going to do next. And Ain't It Fun, this has been like a, a soundtrack for that. I feel like every time I move, I just got to play that like during the drive because it's just like a reminder, like this is scary, but it's also fun. Enjoy it. Stick with it. You know, it's going to be okay. So it's like a, um, it's a choir there too at the end, but it's more like a fun party song. Like, you know, don't worry about it. Don't give up. Don't go crying to your mama. At the, at the end, it says that like, don't give up. It's going to be cool. You just, you know, in a whole new world now. So Ain't it fun living in the real world? Ain't it good being all alone? Where you from? You might be the one who's running things. Well, you can ring anybody's bell to get what you want. Have you heard that? Are you a Paramore fan? Do you dabble in? I am not not a Paramore fan. I'm just not a huge Paramore fan. Mm. Um, like I would never. I don't think I would sit and listen like an album by him. I'm be honest. Um, Them, their group. I do, I do like his singles. You know, they're they're usually pretty pretty fine. Like I don't have any issue with him. Um, he's just not. Paramore is a group, and the lead singer is a female. <laughs> oh, who am I thinking about? Not sure. Um, you know who I'm thinking about? I'm gonna tell you. Hmm. Hold on. I'm gonna... <laughs> You're gonna laugh when I tell you who I'm thinking about. I'm already screaming. <laughs> I'm thinking about that white rapper. What's his name? Not Macklemore. Yes, that's who I'm thinking about. <laughs> you really think I would waste five minutes of breath going in on a Macklemore song? <laughs> If it ain't thrift shop, I don't know her. That's literally, I was like, I'm not a huge fan, but I mean, I guess. Uh, 
No. Um, first of all, you need to tweet an apology to Miss Haley Williams oh, of Paramore. Man, that's so bad. Because she, they're, they're a, they are real artists. <laughs> Could not be any further from a Macklemore. And no shade to Macklemore or people that but like him. I'm not saying I, he's not a real why, artist. Why was I but... going there? Like, why did my mind think Macklemore when you're saying Paramore? I don't know. Listen, that's between no, you and um... Jesus. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but I am I concerned. I want to say I'm embarrassed, but I'm not surprised because I'm not. I'm so slow. Uh, so, anyway, okay. no, all right. we'll forgive you. Right, hopefully, but no, Paramore. Yes, I've heard songs by them, but again, much like Macklemore, I'm still not all that into Paramore. Um, mm-hmm. Sorry, not really. Oh, you got to apologize to me. Yeah. <laughs> all you got to apologize for is confusing her with Macklemore. <laughs> that was I offensive. Know, that's horrible. <laughs> That's These are true artists making music, not I'm gonna pop some tags. Only got twenty dollars ah! in my pocket, like girl bye. <laughs> I lived for it at the time, but then as time went on, I was just like, I Okay, we're you done here. Your time with correcting me, you're like, um, Paramore is a group. Um, the lead singer is a girl. And uh... <laughs> it was giving very much um Taylor, I'm gonna let you finish. Right. But Paramore is the greatest band of all time. Uh, so yeah. Anyway, my we'll go. <laughs> we'll stop. You know, terrorizing Paramore fans. Um, my right, final one. To kill me. <laughs> my final one is "Ain't No Fun" by Snoop Dogg. Uh, way throwback. Um, it is raunchy. It is everything I love in rap music. <laughs> it's misogynistic as it is. Like it's just fun. First of all, funny. And Snoop Dogg has his way with his music. That's like. You know, all his music, first of all, is, you know, it's new. But something about his personality, his, like, laid-back vibe, and you kind of know how, how chill he is most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's like he kind of gets away a little bit more with, like, awful lyrics and maybe some of the other people from his time period. Because <laughs> when you're listening to him rap, it's just like, you just vibing, like, hey. But then when you sit and read the lyrics, acapella, it's like, wow. You are oh, really wow. talking crazy about these, you know what I mean? But um, I just love the song. It's uh, ain't no fun of the homies can't get none. First of all, it's a true fact. But no, it's just a vibe. It always just be in a good mood, no matter what. Like the lyrics make me laugh. I want to dance. Like I want to roll up. I just want to vibe. So that is a total uh, tear away from <laughs> Paramore's single. But it's just funny how it's kind of similar, like similar names. But yeah, ain't no fun of the homies can't get none. Oh God, featuring corrupt. <laughs> These are legendary songs. Get teach your children. They need to know what the classics were. It's definitely a classic, and Snoop. Ever, I mean that that whole line is um, iconic within itself. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a forever bop. Um. Oh, shout out to Nate Dog. When I met you last R-I-P. night, baby. <laughs> Before you opened up your gap. I had respect for you, lady. Oh, my God. Now I take it all back. What do you mean? Oh, God. Not before you opened up your gap. Like, basically, you spread your legs, and I lost all respect for you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> what the lyrics was like. Which just, I don't know, tickles me pink for some reason. But I'm in therapy, guys. Anyways. I'm in
in the motherfucking house with a fat dick for your motherfucking mouth. Hold recognize, niggas do too, cause when bitches get scandalous and pull a voodoo, what you gonna do? But those are all the ones that I have. If y'all wanna, um, you know, tweet us your personal anthems, what gets you going through the day, what gets you started, what gets the party rocking for you, definitely let us know at Off Black the Podcast on all platforms, as well as Off Black, Off Black, not Black, Off Black the Podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I get the P's and the B's mixed up. <laughs> off Black the Podcast at gmail.com. You guys can email us anytime and we'll read your responses on the show. But yeah. Let us know what we made you guys think of. What anthem do you guys keep in your arsenal during those times where you just need a little pick-me-up? I'd love to hear about it. Listen, in your arsenal, that's a good way of putting it, because, listen, you got to pull the clip every once in a while. It's crazy. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, that was all. Hey guys, just want to take a minute to speak about one of my favorite things, Apple Podcasts. Apple puts thousands of free podcasts at your fingertips. You can easily find and enjoy your next favorite on your iPhone, iPad, computer, or Apple TV. From automotive to news, fitness to pop culture, there's a podcast for everyone. I personally subscribe to 10 different podcasts so far, and I love the variety. That's right, guys. Apple Podcasts has so much to offer with their streaming app. You can enjoy podcasts by downloading them directly to your streaming device and listen to them anytime, anywhere. You can also create personalized stations from your favorite podcast on iTunes and the podcast app. And since iCloud stores your personalized stations, you'll always be up to date on all your devices. So don't just take our word for it. Download the Apple Podcast app in the App Store and start the search for your second favorite podcast today. And let them know who sent you. Now let's get back to the show. All right, guys, we are back. Thank you again for joining us. It's time for Off Color. Um, this week we wanted to just, um, hmm, it might be a little messy. <laughs> we had a conversation yesterday <laughs> about, uh, some things, some personal things, and it just brought us to this conclusion. We want to know about how you guys feel about cheating, um, what you consider cheating. Um, is it okay to cheat? What is cheating? What, it, what, what does that mean for you? Right. So I'll let you take it away on this one. I feel like. I've been talking a lot, so I'll let you just dive into it. I want to get your thoughts on this. Um, I think ch- cheating is very person specific. Uh, for me, agreed. For me, I feel like cheating, and it's so weird. I think in this day and age, for me, I could possibly. It depends on the nature of the relationship as well. You know, if mm-hmm. you and I have decided that we are monogamous, like we're only seeing one another, we only you know, love each other and, you know, we're not entertaining anybody else, then yes, um, any form that would go outside of that would, for me, be cheating. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Whether that just be having inappropriate conversation um, or, you know, taking someone out on a date, you know, things of that nature, and especially, mm-hmm. you know, anything physical. So right. for that, that would definitely be cheating. Um, but, um, you know, again, it just depends on the nature. So if you and I are just dating without any real commitment, Mm -hmm. um, then if you decide to, you know, sleep with someone else or whatever, then I can't really call that cheating. Mm -hmm. Um, that may just be something that may have been emotionally damaging, um, because maybe, you know, you love that person and you didn't want to see them with someone else, but if there's no commitment there, there's really nothing you can do. Mm Mm-hmm. So let me ask you a question then. Okay. 
do you feel that um some cheating is ever justified um no i don't think any i don't think that um i used to when i was younger in my young days i thought like i but i always thought it was like a tit for tat thing you know what i mean when i say justify not justify it like oh i'm dating somebody they're not giving me any so i'm gonna go get it somewhere else not that kind of justified but meaning like i used to think oh you did this to me so now i get a plus i can go do this to you you know what i mean or you did that so clearly Mm -hmm. we're on this level so i can go do that um that was a very immature way of thinking you know not using our words and not you know being real and being honest i think that two wrongs don't make a right so nothing's ever justified if we agreed on this um this here the situation we're gonna be monogamous we're gonna always see each other whatever that's what needs to be regardless of what happens now um again that's if both parties have agreed to this which i feel like communication is very important um in that regard but yeah i don't think it's ever justified it just depends on what the nature of the relationship is and what you guys have agreed upon but yeah no tit for tat if somebody you know cheated on you either chalked it up to the game or break up with that person but once you get into the back and forth of like oh well you did this so i'm gonna do it when you did this so i'm gonna do it and it's like then what are we doing here are we just an open relationship at this point we can have that conversation, but that's not what we agreed upon. So, if that makes any sense. No, it does. Um, I feel like um, oftentimes in relationships, um, people look at, quote, happy couples and they wonder how that happened or how the person cheated because they seem to be so happy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, or even if you're in a relationship and you feel like your partner's happy, and they cheat on you, you're perplexed into wondering how that could have been or what you could have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but oftentimes, cheating is not personal. And that's the crazy part. Oh, yeah. Yeah, most times it's not personal. It's about something that I think people take it like, oh, you cheated, so I'm lacking something. And it's like, mm-hmm. no, that person that cheated is probably the one that's lacking something. And it might have nothing to do with you know the person they're with, as crazy as that sounds. But I think it's our, our default to be like, oh, I got cheated on. I must not be like, I remember when I was young, younger and um, I was listening to adult conversations and the adults in the room were talking about Halle Berry. And I think at this point she was on husband number two. I think it was Eric Renee breakup or whatever. You know, she's had several since then. <laughs> Bless her. We love Halle. Shout out to Halle Berry. But um, I remember like it was like my dad and my uncles and like some of the people in the family are sitting around there like, dang, Halle must be a trip at the house, boy. She must not be able to do nothing at the house. Um how how you look like that lose all these men and i was just thinking like even at the time then i was like that's a little judgmental and i was like all of 11 or 12 not knowing anything about relationships when i'm going back and looking i'm like yeah it doesn't necessarily now sometimes you know when you're a husband number four or five it's like okay sis maybe it's time to turn that mirror around on you but i think that it's not necessarily about her that she can't keep somebody or whatever it's just what dynamics were the people you're trying to be in covenant with like there's so many more aspects that go into it i think it's just the default to blame the the other person or if you're the one being cheated on to be like oh it's something i'm not doing let me go (laughs) cut my hair into a bob or something or do something crazy and change it up and it's just like no it's probably just something that that person has to work out or something that they were missing that they haven't figured out how to you know quench if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. um but I mean, that takes you again to communication and how you want this relationship to go. And we talked a little bit about this a while back um, in the early days of the show. But I was talking about how 
the older I get, the more I'm just like, maybe, you know, monogamy is not a must for me. Um, and this is a prime example of it because it's not a sexual thing. It's more so what you get from other people because I believe emotional affairs are a thing. Um, if you remember in Why Did I Get Married, too, when Tyler Perry's character and Sharon Lil were going through there, like that whole, she was having an emotional affair with her job. She was putting on different cur- perfume and coming home smiling yep. and mm-hmm. getting their dates and stuff and getting flowers into her office and all that stuff. She wasn't sleeping with him. But, you, no. know, people, you know, work based are a thing. People have that. I've seen it. We've all done it. And sometimes it goes too far. And for me as a person, I've said this several times. I think if I was with somebody and we had, or, you know, whatever we get agreed upon. I'm not saying that, like, it's okay for you to go out and just be banging everybody. But I am much more affected on emotional levels than sexual. I'm kind of, I can compartmentalize sex. Like, I get it. We're men, you know. <laughs> men or dogs we're out here sniffing around trying to find the next treat like i can get past that but like the emotional stuff like you still being engaging with somebody on the same level as me you know me losing all that intimacy with that person because they're giving that to somebody else that is an issue for me so like like i said in my perfect world you know i'm living on my acres and acres of land out in the middle of nowhere unplugged from society and i have my you know rock steady you know, whoever I'm married to at the time, but I live there alone. <laughs> that person has their own thing somewhere else. We come together and we're good. We're just us two. I might have, you know, a couple little um, snacks sitting around the house, a couple little concubines <laughs> feeding me grapes and playing my Mariah CDs for me. That's my business. But I don't mean I don't love, I don't love you. You know what I mean? Right. But if it, if it ever gets past the point of what we have with one of those little concubines then that's when it's time to have a conversation and be like oh so i am actually kind of feeling this person what do we do with these feelings but um again communication is key not saying that's how what i'm going to be doing but that is kind of how i picture my life i'm like uh i picture i'm gonna have me a couple instagram models on the side but they will be they have their own home on the premises you know have your own you know acre of land on my estate and you chill over there. I buzz you up to the big house whenever, you know, it's time. Not the big house. And then you go back. But the person that's staying in the big house is the person that I'm going to be with the rest of my life. <laughs> so that's that on that. But I, I, I'm halfway joking. I'm half serious. But yeah, I think it all, all comes down to communication. Because like I said, for me, that emotional cheating, that is is fighting words. Like, let me catch you smiling at the phone too long. Or, who are you laughing at? Who is that? Like, who are you talking to that's just got all your attention while I'm standing in the room? Like, yeah, I do. I have always felt that emotional cheating is worse than physical. Um, Mm -hmm. I am... Because you can't compete with that. You can't. And that's the tough part. Because there is something... Now, when it comes to that, you have to realize that there is something that that person was lacking that they found in someone else. Um, Because when it's emotional, sometimes it Mm -hmm. just means that perhaps you were too busy. Perhaps there were things happening with your partner that you weren't paying attention to, you know, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they found someone that was, you know, oftentimes we forget that, you know, you want to do whatever it was you did in the beginning to keep the person to get the person to keep them. Right. Um, and we get really, really comfortable and we forget that part and someone else being brand new isn't going to. Um, mm-hmm. So 
what you're sitting there lacking and forgetting and not realizing that you have someone else very willingly is going to. Um, and that's something that, you know, a regret that we all have sometimes, you know, um, mm-hmm. I was watching a video today. Um, it was Jasmine Sullivan and she was on what was the platform? I can't think of it. I'm having a brain fart, but it was just uploaded today. But you can, mm-hmm. you know, look it up on YouTube and just type in Jasmine Sullivan, like explaining the, the song Lost One, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which I'm obsessed with. That's her new single, her most recent I'm single, right? Obsessed with. Um, I mean, it's Jasmine. Yeah. Um, but she was talking about how she came up with the song, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And that, you know, there's a lyric in the song that says, um, try not to love no one right don't forget about me try not to love no one don't have too much fun without me but then right after that she says i know that's a lot to ask i know i'm a selfish bitch right mm-hmm. um because what you're saying is that i've come into this person's life i've ruined this relationship but i don't want them to love anyone else i don't want them to have fun without me i don't want them you know it's just it's toxic you know oh yeah um and a lot of times we forget that we do things that can push that person to someone else, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's just, it's always, so cheating sometimes can be very, very superficial. Don't get me wrong. There are people who cheat just for their own selfish reasons and it's not right. Yep. Um, but there are also people who cheat, who never intended to cheat. You mm-hmm. know, it's like you neglected me. You forgot about me. You you know, all these things, and I needed someone. You were not there. You weren't there. Um, and and somebody picked up the pieces. That's sometimes a hard pill to swallow. Oh, yeah. It's real. Um, I don't think it's the end, although I feel like if people didn't have those real conversations, even after that, if, say, you did, you know, slip up and miss it, right. and that was, uh, some, you know, somebody cheated or whatever, I think as long as that person is remorseful and is honest about what happened and why they did it, like, I don't think that's the end all. I don't believe in that. Once a cheater, I was a cheater. I don't ever believe that. I think people cheat for their own reasons. Um, some of them are just born cheaters. Some people just cannot do it. And that's why you have the conversation of, monog- of, you know, monogamy versus open, whatever. But I think other people, you know, shit happens. Mistakes happen, you know. And nobody is, you know, like, nobody is the made of their mistakes. Anybody can move past them. So I definitely... So I keep going back to communication. I'm just like talking about it, not just, oh, this happened now, that's that. Like just talking about your feelings, talking about what you're lacking, what did, or what, you know, what did you need that you were getting, not in an attack way, not in an offensive way, not in an argumentative way, but asking to actually understand um, if you want to keep that person and do better in the future. If you don't care, whatever, then fine. But I feel like if it's worth keeping, then it's definitely worth figuring out because, you know, why wouldn't you want to know? Like I want, I want to details but i like to know like what was it about um you know that person that i wasn't doing whatever but as far as that jasmine sullivan song i feel like that is very relatable (laughs) um i have definitely i tweeted earlier today that my spiritual work has been showing me like all my toxic ways over the years because somebody that likes to think of themselves as like oh i'm so evolved spiritually and I'm <laughs> you know I'm always trying to I really do strive to do the right thing and I feel like I'm a good person like I don't my my intent is never to hurt anybody um and by any means I'm normally doing the most for people and hurting myself in the process but you think that and then you look at some behaviors and it's like oh that's not okay and I told you in other conversations that it was actually somebody I had to reach back out to 
I did it years ago, but I had one therapy session that hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, oh, wow, I am the problem here. <laughs> it, I am doing, you know, it wasn't like, I was, it wasn't a cheating thing or anything like that, but it was just like, you know, manip- manipulative. It was very emotional. It was very like wanting somebody on your own time, wanting, really, truly wanting to be with that person, but not knowing, but trying to figure out your own life at the same time. And then when you're giving people mixed signals, when you're all in, then you're you pulled out and you're all in again. Um, now, this person was not innocent. They were giving mixed signals as well. Um, but it's not about them. It's about my own conscience. So I had to go ahead and just apologize for my part of it. But yeah, it's real. And then you break up and then you, you go on Facebook and see so-and-so liking their picture or this person putting winky eyes into their comment, in the comments. And it's just like this fury bubbles up inside of you <laughs> i had to catch myself today i'm like why am i mad though <laughs> like this was years ago and i told this person multiple times that i did not want anything to do with the relationship after they continued to pursue me even recently and i was just like nope i'm sorry i'm still good but now i'm mad when i see somebody sending you a winky face i'm just like who was that you know it's just it's it's toxic it really is so i caught myself today before I went on a rampage of like going to find who that person was, acting as a friend, uh, trying to dig into their bit. Just, just for the oh, listen, I've grown a lot over the years, but like, I definitely went to their page. Let me see your friend request. Let's chit chat and see what you're about and why you send it. <laughs> Wiki faces. But oh my God. again, I'm a little crazy. But because I mean, there's still a little bit something there. But again, it's it's toxic. Jasmine spoke to me today with that because I'm just like, you're right. I feel it. You gotta let it go. Um, but whew, I know it's gonna get so. But it's real. Like when know, she admitted, because she was even topic. saying, you know, that when she was writing the song, that when she said, "Don't um, try not to love no one," she was like, "I didn't even realize that was toxic." You know, she was like, "Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't either." Realize um, it was, and that's why she said when she did realize, it, she threw in like, "I know I'm a selfish bitch." <laughs> like, but I want you to know I've been working on it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because it's real. Like we. We think that something that maybe has been sentimental or sweet, not realizing that, yeah, it's toxic. You know, you can't wish for someone to not love anyone else that you did wrong. You know, they deserve love. They deserve to move on. And you need to let that person do that Um, Mm -hmm. and let it go. Let it go. Keisha Cole voice. Yeah, because she was just saying that oftentimes, you know, people write love songs about, you know, the person that hurt them and how they're heartbroken. She was like, but what about, you know, the other side of that, the people that fucked over good a good person? And then you had to realize that you made a mistake, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the song talks about it being too late to make amends. And she's like, sometimes it's it's just too late. And, you know, it's gone too far. And that's just real. It is real. It's a and hard pill to swallow that song, but it's a real ass song. It is very real. And add to that, sometimes you might not be like you did them wrong or whatever. I think a lot of times people are just it's hard out here dating. And it's real easy to look back on an old relationship in hindsight and be like, Was this mm-hmm. that bad? Could I have worked that out? Like, can I go back? You know, you always have these people in your back pocket. Um, but all it takes is 60 seconds of being real with yourself and being like, okay, scroll back to that chapter and realize what was going on at the time and how it was not what it should have been. You're the like, best thing you never but, you had. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ooh, well, I don't want to say that about some people because that sounds so harsh, but no, it exactly. is. It's the truth. It wasn't for you. It was not meant mm-hmm. for you. But 
anyway, y'all, we can go on a rabbit hole on this thing. And I didn't mean to get this fired up over this because I'm sipping this wine on my business. Cheating is very person specific. If you're being cheated on um, and the person does not seem remorseful or they just keep repeating the same thing and hurting you guys, move on. You deserve better. Um, You know, there's always better out there, but sometimes we don't see it because we're too um, caught up in our current situation. But just know that you don't have to accept anything less than what you deserve. <laughs> Amen to that. And on that note, let's just leave yeah, it there. For sure. <laughs> you guys definitely um, reach out to us, like we said earlier, about the podcast on all platforms. And let us know how you feel about the C word. Well, cheating, because I feel like the C word has cheater, many connotations. That, and none of them are good. Right. Let us know your thoughts on that, guys. We're going to take one more break. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you thanks in part to our friends over at Studio SMV. Studio SMV is not only your complete video and photography rental studio facility, but also offers great photo and video service for all your needs, including social media, business, and personal. Studio SMV is also a network membership studio club that allows media creators, photographers, producers, and directors a chance to become a member and get discounts on studio rentals, classes, gear, talent, and services. So if you're just starting out in the industry or are a professional looking for a studio to rent and call home, Studio SMV is the place for you. Yep, so head on over to studiosmv.com for more information and make sure to follow them on Instagram at Studio SMV. Now back to the show. All right, guys, we're going to do our off the dome question, and this week is my week. And I have a whole bunch of questions. I'm kind of like Russian rouletteing it, like this one. Um, there's a few questions I oh, have. No, it's nothing bad. <laughs> um, Said every episode. Nothing bad. Um, question: When you're angry, like you're um, mad at someone, right? Like, let's say your significant mm-hmm. other, right? Or just someone who's really mm-hmm. close to you, your significant other, your best friend, or like a parent. You know, the people are really closest to you that really pissed you off. Do you mm. like to be comforted when you're mad or upset? Or are you one of those ones who just need space? How do you deal with your anger? Mm. Uh, very unhealthily is the way I do. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, I'm definitely a need space kind of person. Um, if I'm really not feeling you at the moment, um, I'm not going to hear anything you're saying in the immediate you know, term, even if you're like, you're 100% right, I'm sorry, whatever. It's like, okay, but I'm still mad. So can you give me like a day of not hearing your voice and then I'll come back and be good? Um, that's definitely me. I always need space. To kind of, I'm, I'm always in my head. I'm a processor and I'm always trying to just like check myself really because I feel like I'm always on, you know, at the brim of nuclear meltdown. And so a lot of times when I'm upset, it's just like me taking the space to be like, let me step back real quick and make sure that before I press the red button and we all melt down, that I'm justified in being upset. So even if you something happens and I'm mad and you're like, oh, I'm sorry right away. It's just like, you know what? Let me make sure let me process this. It takes me a long time to process my emotions. So I'm definitely you won't hear from me for a few days, sometimes longer than that. Like I gotta I'm not ghosting and I'm not gonna ignore the situation. You'll know that I'm not I'm not happy. But it doesn't mean I'm ready to talk about it in the moment. Mm. What about you? Um, I'm a little, 
I, I would love to believe that I'm more like you, but I'm not. Um, when it comes to, it's different for me. Like if it came to like a parent or a best friend, I could go without talking to you. But in a relationship setting, mm-hmm. I'm always the type to want to talk things out immediately. Um, I can't mm-hmm. stand letting like bad feelings linger. I just want to get it out mm-hmm. on the table. Like I just want to finish it and be done with it and move on. Uh, I respect huh? that. I really yeah, respect that. Yeah, I just, I hate that in a relationship, that uncomfortableness. Now, I will say, oftentimes, people I'm with are the opposite. You know, they're more like, you like, I need my space. I need a minute. Get away from me. And I'm like, no, like, let's fix it. Let's work it out. Like, what is that going to give us? We're still going to come back to the same fucking argument tomorrow after we've not spoken. Let's fix it. Let's finish it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So that's just my personality and the way that I handle like conflict resolution and relationships but yeah when it comes to like friends or family I'm always like I need I need a minute like <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah it's a little different yeah, um, I feel depending that. on who it is I'm angry with <laughs> see I wish I was more like that I feel like I'm a default across the board but it was my friends and family people that are really close to me they know when I'm upset so, you know, if it's been 24 hours and you haven't heard a peep from me or, or social media or nothing like that, and we left off on that a great conversation, then you can probably assume that I'm upset and um, I'm just doing my thing. So my, my friends and family, they know how to handle me with mittens at that point. Um, but in relationships, I think that's a little bit more important to kind of put it on the table so that things don't grow right. or resentment doesn't grow. But I am very much like, because I what I've learned, again, through therapy, you know that saying, um, you can't expect you from other people. I, like I was saying, I'm like very intuitive, very like, I just feel everything. I'm always like taking a temperature in the room and trying to get vibes to see how people are feeling. So in my brain, everybody is that way. So if I'm upset about something, you obviously know what it's about because why wouldn't you? Didn't you understand when this happened and that happened and that happened, I'll be mad. But it's not always like that. You have to explain situations to people. Everybody's not in your head. It's not all about you. This is not your universe. And so I've been getting better at, you know, calling things out, I feel like, when it comes. But normally I'm just like cold, <laughs> cold war, silent treatment. You hit me up. Yeah. What do we need? Like, why are you texting me? You know that I'm mad. So what do you want? <laughs> like, no, I don't know you're mad. What are you talking about? What do you mean you didn't know I was mad? Like, you didn't see what happened yesterday? Okay. No, I have no idea. Well, we're broken up. I'm just kidding. I don't do. I don't go that far. Whoa! But I'm saying, like, I am, I, I am very just like, I get mad about something, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna go sit in my corner until I feel like I want to talk about this with you. And that's again another toxic trait that I didn't realize was toxic until, you know, I started working on myself. Um, but it is what it is. You know, I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress. I wish I could say that I was like, you know. I'm a, I'm a really good communicator with, like, literally everything else, except for, like, when I'm upset. So I don't like to be like that. Um, you know, I'm, I always try to be happy and positive. Anytime you call me with something that's like, oh, my gosh, this is happening, I'm always just like, well, you know, you know, put yourself up by your bootstraps and turn on something. Yeah, I'm always trying to find, like, a positive something to, you know, spin on everything. Um, so when I'm, like, upset and not in that mood, I kind of don't like people to see me that way. Yeah. Does that make sense? So it's, it's, it's less about not wanting to talk to you. It's more about, like, I'm really embarrassed at how ridiculous I am acting right now and how upset I am. So it's like, let me just go over here until the hurricane passes, and then I'll come back out, and now I'm ready to talk. 
I can get that. So not healthy, but I got my reasons. All right, all right. Y'all pray for me. I like that. That was a good question. That was a good yeah, off the dome. See? I like it. You didn't it. have to be all afraid. That was good. It wasn't about, you know, sexual positions, right? you know, my undergarments, <laughs> nothing like that. So I can appreciate a good old wholesome question every once in a while. Not that we don't love the But every instance, now and then, but... you know, we get a little, a little wholesome. Yeah, we need to get the radio listeners a break, like with our... Oh, <laughs> they're driving to work in the morning and they're hearing nothing but debauchery and <laughs> mess. So, a wholesome episode is good once in a while. But yeah, no, this Agreed. was a good Thank episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. We always appreciate it. You know, be sure to hit us up on all of our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us, reach out, hit us up on the radio station. Amen. Amen. Yes, WXSJ97.3 if you are in the Miami area. If you're listening online, um, shout out to our international listeners. Hello, international listeners. Um, we are on the website of WXSJ97.3 Sunshine Gems um, at 9 a.m., 2 p.m., 4.30, and 8 p.m. Love it. That's a lie. Not 4.30. It's 8 p.m. and then 4.30 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> I got those mixed up. So 9 a.m. and then again at 2 p.m. And then at night, you get at 8 o'clock, and then we have a 4.30 in the morning. So all across the world, you have time to listen to us, so no excuses. <laughs> but yeah, as usual, guys, tell somebody to tell somebody. We thank you for coming on with us, joining us yet again for is this episode, what, 31, 32? We're knocking these things out. Are you able to hear me? Hello? That entire last sentence was, was silence. Say it again. <laughs> All right. Talk about what episode we're on again. Oh, yeah. I was saying this is episode 31, I believe it wow. is. So we're knocking these things out. It's getting really kind of crazy. Like, I didn't know it was going to go this fast, but we're moving. Yeah. We're getting old, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm seeing gray hairs <laughs> since we started this thing. <laughs> It's crazy. I feel like I've aged 20 years. But no. Just kidding. Actually, the opposite. You girls keep me young. <laughs> Name that quote. Thank you guys for tuning in, guys. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Name the quote. What? Hello? What'd you say? Name the quote. <laughs> you can't just hang oh, out. Oh, what was the quote? I said, You girls keep me young. I oh, don't my know God. That quote. Amy Poehler and Mean Girls. She was a cool mom. Oh. God yeah, damn it. <laughs> That's yeah, I'm gonna need you to go take a Epsom salt bath, get you some wine, relax your mind. Because you're normally a lot sharper on my references. Right. And I let the paramore thing slide. But the a mean girls reference See, is that's be, out of the question. So I, had to I need be you in front of you so you could have did her here. little shimmy. Like you could keep me. <laughs> yeah, you would have got it if I was physically doing it. You're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, I'm still not forgiving you, but I will take partial responsibility. But anyways, y'all. We'll we'll see if she does better next week, y'all. Peace. We'll give her one more chance. (laughs) Bye. All I see is black and white. Black and white. Black and white.
white. Off Black the Podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Produced by Don B and Kay Nicole. Our original music is by Shawn Michael. And our original artwork is by Erratic Ink Art.